everyone, and welcome to Crit Happens, the show where a bunch of friends come together to play Dungeons and Dragons. TJ here with some unfortunate news. Through the holiday season, our computer decided it no longer wanted to function normally, leaving us with the situation we're in now. Audio files with no video. In this technical difficulty, we also lost the audio for episode 10 of Arcana Forbidden, titled New Friends. So, instead, I'm happy to present with the following additional recap of the episode. We began as the party woke up in the Shifty Settler's Tavern after resting from their intense battle with the Illithids and Shivari. The party started their day by splitting up to pick up last-minute items and visit Orvin friends one last time before they met with the right hand of King Hasatan, Atlan Tabravis. Atlan introduced the party to his nephew, Erlok Tagorvik, who would be placed with the party as they fulfilled the job he was assigning them, to deliver a cart of goods to the Underdark community of Dezanth. Erlok, a green Githzedai warlock dressed in red and black robes featuring a gold talisman and large shoulder pieces, is played by our friend Dalton. After collecting the cart full of goods and the nephew of Atlan, the party set out for Dezanth, traveling towards Faset and completely avoiding Clifton at all costs. Throughout the journey, the party questioned the motives and loyalty of Erlok, granting him the nickname Nark, despite his insistence that he's only loyal to himself and not to his uncle. Along this journey, the party came across the Traveling Tankard Tavern and decided to stop in for some rest and drinks. Seeing no familiar faces, the party felt drawn to a table where a shifty-looking individual sat. The person was discovered to be a wide-hipped, red and black warforged, donning a yellow beanie, ripped jeans, and two holstered revolvers. They introduced themselves as Vulcan, a rogue warforged avoiding the eye of King Hasatan at all costs and trusting nearly no one. Vulcan is played by another of our friends, Ryan. The party then began to question the Warforged and try to learn more about his motives and what his intentions may be. <laughs> Just as Vulcan began to see that he may be able to trust these people, Theron bursted into the tavern, exclaiming that there were bandits climbing into the carts and trying to break the crates of goods. That is where we left off for episode 10. And now, please forgive us for this technical difficulty and enjoy episode 11, Welcome to Dezanth. Hello and welcome to Crit Happens, a show where a group of gremlins come together to play Dungeons and Dragons. Once again, my name is TJ and I'll be serving as our Dungeon Master at this table of actual stupidity. Now, it is my pleasure to welcome everyone back to Alabastia. You Chester. <laughs> Already with Chester. Giving me cheese bananas. <laughs> Last week, we picked up as the party woke up in the Shifty Settler's Tavern. After some breakfast, a bit of conversation, and some shopping, you made way for the Citadel to meet with Adlan, who explained the details for the job, as well as introduced you to his nephew, Erlok, who he explained would be joining the party for this job. You then made way for Dezanth by way of avoiding Clifton, where you got the opportunity to get to know each other a bit better and go to the Traveling Tanker Tavern again. It's in this tavern that you met the Warforged Vulcan, who is still cryptic, eerie, and maybe Texan. <laughs> As you all are beginning to get to know Vulcan and the conversation begins to actually get interesting, Farron comes up and rudely interrupts to show you all that there are currently six people climbing onto your carts. What would you all like to do? Run up on him. Yeah, get off stage and run up on him. Yeah. Swing Charles at them. So you're just going to run up and attack him? Yeah. yeah. Alright, that's, that's an option. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Really? 
Not yet, they're climbing onto it! Nice! That's the music! That, that right, means they're stealing! Initiative! That's upside down! 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 Up! Down! Sixteen. Erlock! Uh, twenty. Shield! Natural? I rolled a nineteen. That oh. was Chuck. Nat 20. For a total of? Oh, 20. <laughs> Lily. Vulcan. Seven. That tracks. <laughs> Wolf. Six. <laughs> also kind of tracks. Aaron is a 10. He's the only ten you see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the initiative order, we will have Chuck, Sherlock, <laughs> Lily, Rava. Bandits, Aaron, Vulcan, So, apparently, there are three bandits uh, climbing onto each cart. Uh, you have one that's climbing the back of the covered uh, wagon. Uh, one that is currently trying to like begin to like climb onto the back of the uncovered wagon. Uh, one that's coming to the front seat of each, and then one that is currently like on the side dealing with the horses. So, Chuck, you're up. Firebolt. Which one? The first bandit. The one that's on top of the car. Of the covered or uncovered? Uncovered. Okay. Go ahead and that. This is goes wide. Flies out into the into the I will try to catch my fireball. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, let's go with dragon ball. Okay. Uh, what kind of damage would you like to deal for that? Center. Fire. Fire. All right. All right. So that will be a dexterity save for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, he fails. All right. So we have to roll your full 3d6. 12. The, the one on top of the cart in the back gets hit with this fiery wall from Chuck and falls over, burning to go crisp. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, did that... <laughs> Brings us to your turn. So I'm gonna use this bolt. Okay. On top of the cover wagon. Alright. I think you have to roll your attack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that will hit. Oh. Alrighty. Oh, and then I have to add the hit, right? 
or do I? Uh, whatever it says you add to it, is what you add to it. Oh, so seven. Okay. So. Seven. Okay. Uh, do you have a bonus action? Left? I do. So you're not going to cast Hex yet? Uh, no. Okay. I already cast. Sweet. Already. That'll bring us to... We're done, Lily. And that puts Rob on deck. How many are left? Uh, five. Okay. Um, the one in the back of the covered wagon looks pretty hurt. Uh, are any of them trying to uh, take control of the reins on the... There's one on each part. Like on top of the... Yep. Like in the seats? Yep. Okay. Well, Side of that car is now beginning to climb into the back. Uh, the one that was uh, watching the outside of the covered car has begun has begun walking back to the uncovered car, and they're still trying to drive the uncovered car. Uh, so they're four left. There's one trying to drive the covered car. Yeah. So that brings us to the, the bandits, the last four. Uh, one of them is going to draw his crossbow and he's going to point it at Chuck. Oh. Because you rolled low hit points. I know. That's what I was pissed about. Like, 
Uh, and that was the one that like was was trying to walk back onto the back of the uh, cover. <laughs> the one that's driving the other car is going to point at you and take a shot. Uh. I mean, nine points of piercing damage. Oh my god. And I'm gonna use my reaction. I'm gonna be like, bitch, I'm gonna cast out of you. my reaction. So, seven points of damage? Uh huh. So, how much does he take? Three, three, ten? You gotta roast this guy to you watch is rather like really her eyes kind of like this like deep hot pink as she points towards the event trying to drive the uh, at which point he's like oh! like blood pours like his eyes and falls over dead <laughs> Oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one's gonna take aim at you. It's a sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's five points for three of And the last one's gonna take aim at you. Nine. Uh, no. Uh, Eleven to hit. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Flies off just past you and hits the side of the building. What it brings to Farron. So, Farron is going to run up behind, uh, like, hide, try to hide behind a wheel. On one of, on the, the covered wagon. Ooh. So pretty good for him. Uh, and he's going to hop out and try to take a slash at like the ankles of the guy that's right now. He watches Farron throws his arms out and this uh, in one hand a purple like illusory blade and a pink illusory blade in the other hand comes out. Uh, and he's going to make an attack with each of them. Oh no, each of them. Sorry, that was wrong. Ooh. Damn. No. And he just misses. He watches it as it runs fast and he just whips the air. It'll bring us to Vulcan. There are three left. Are any of them Uh, Yeah, the one that is. Trying to drive the cover wagon as well. Oh no. The one that was walking inside the left back. Can I shoot one of the healthy ones? You can. <laughs> yeah, right now there's one in the back. Uh, well, actually, at this point, two in the back of the uh, covered wagon. Uh, one of them has just reached up and punched down into one of the, the boxes and busted it open. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna try to shoot that guy. With my... Okay, roll an attack. Uh, That'll hit. <laughs> 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 
So, <laughs> yeah, um, you fire your shot at him, and it goes straight through his head. And he just stops for a second and falls dead right in front of Aaron. Okay. Aaron makes a reptile contact. He does. There's one in the back of a cart and one walking out of the cart. There's one walking up to the uncovered. There's one in the Yeah, you win. Okay. Um, so you just like kind of reach out and grab him and throw him out? Yeah, throw him down on the ground. Okay. Um, and then I'll chop. Okay. Then roll your attack. Because that's a bonus action. With advantage because he's on the ground prone. Okay, so that's 26 to 30. Oh, yeah, you ain't the world with comedy. You throw him on the ground and bring your axe up and slice down, like slicing halfway into his blood. You see a kind of Yeah, we're gonna really hurt. Very close. So, there's one left currently walking up to the car or coming in. Whoa. How many are left again? One. Chaos Waltz. Screw me off, thank you, Golly. What do you do? That almost falls in. 2D. I know. 2D8s with the sitting. Nine. Okay, so you can choose another place again. Okay, bring us to our lot. Um, so I can use my so I can use my bonus action. Just like You know what? That guy's got. That's okay. So I think I'm just gonna. I oh think, yeah, he's relevant. I think I'm gonna use. Um, I'll use my staff of withering. Okay. Well. To hit? Yeah. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. So then... So he watches as Erlok pulls out this wooden staff that has a certain dead as wood. Okay. 
Yeah. It has like a, a withered hand on top. <laughs> Five. Uh, plus... Finish him. So describe to us how you'd like to kill him. Yeah, I would have that. And then I kind of just do it and the cops start. And... He watches this, like... This, this guy that's like started up the cart and then got hit with your chaos bolt falls out. Begins calling like, no, no! And then <laughs> just points the staff and shoots him with purple energy and sort of lets out a small chuckle as this, he, he you watch him age and then rot and then decompose. That's what I was going to say, like rapidly so, age. Uh, so like, uh, in, in Indiana Jones, yeah. the Temple of Doom, when they, when they drink the cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you guys have killed all six of them. Uh, looking around, there doesn't appear to be any more. Your carts are mostly undamaged except for that one crate that was busted open. So, uh, what was your check you were looking at? 12. Uh, walking up, you look in and you see, like, paper. Um, it doesn't look like it has, like, food or anything. It's a bunch of parchment. Is from the way that it's busted open, he literally just punched a hole. Um, you don't see any writing on this piece that you can see directly. If you wanted to open up the crate and say, look more, you might see something. But right now, from what, what's available to you, without trying to dig into it, it's mostly a piece of paper. Like a stack of paper? Maybe. The rest of you? If we're gonna look at it, uh, you're you're welcome to come up and, and, and investigate the cards if you want. Go back in the tower. Well, I want to say one thing. Well, let's all have a talk. Um, because I knew from the start that I knew there was gonna be some magic creatures in this park. <laughs> I figure this is probably happy. You probably hear it, but you're not super engaged in it. They're probably like talking outside of the cart, like on the back side of it. I'm gonna walk around to the driver's seat of the cart because the bandit was still there. He's dead. I'm gonna pull him down and say, "This my spot." <laughs> I took the bear claws. That's fine. There's one missing. <laughs> so you gonna rat us out, Ben? Here's the thing. I came on this expedition for my own reason, and not just to keep my hopeless black. As much as I am concerned about this party's responsibility, you do seem to, uh, those who do use me at magic seem to have magic. <laughs> seem to have a lot of potential to know what they're doing. And I, for one, do not think that magic should be hindered from use. I think it's. I think everybody who has never. I would look for that. That's what I. Okay. I'm just gonna take it off and like stash it in one of the uh, drawer things that they've got on the on the wagon. I'm gonna take out my rapier and try to pry it open. 
Go ahead and make a dexterity check. You're raising it? Rava, you sort of like push the uh, rapier into the side and use what, you know, the massive weight you've got, push down on it and it snaps the lock open. Make a perception check. Or investigation, I guess. You look inside of the inside of the car, <laughs> the, the, the open uh, crate. It is just parchment paper. Uh, there's nothing written on it. It's just paper. Like four stacks of paper filled up a box. Oh, it's. Wait. food. That's not supplies. What do you know? Well, I have the ability to be able to. But it's just paper. There's nothing there. I knew, I knew nothing about it. As far as you all were told, this was supposed to be food resource. That's even what I was told. So, seems like I'm still being lied to by the old uncle. Nothing new there. The old uncle. I mean, he's like seven. Seven. he's very old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to lose the dead body. Investigation <laughs> check. Psychopath. <laughs> Damn it. Hold on. See which one's the well, two are eviscerated, so yeah, you find uh, some pocket lint. Uh, one of them had like a worm in his pocket. It, it was it was a grub, so you know, gross. I think all the boxes just have paper in them. I was wondering the same thing. Let's open them up. You always I already told you I'm here for my own. Yeah. No, no, no. See? And honestly, <laughs> after seeing all the paper in that one crate, I'm... Get out Okay, so, as you all take the time to go around and open the five other crates, uh, one of them you find nothing but, like, A stuff in there. And another you find a bunch of, like, salts, sugar. On another, it's literally full of rocks. And then you find another one full of nothing but paper. The last one is empty. This has like a folded up note. You're gonna, it's like it's like in an envelope, so you have to break the seal. And it's addressed to Cyrusin. Oh. Well, I know our. Why don't you all in the other part? Right ahead. Wait a moment. The engine. 
Logan, will you be joining us? I mean, you did just shoot someone through their head. Shoot people in their head every day. You got to, you, not to interrupt. It had to be more fun with people doing it with you. You have bear claws. We won't narc on you. He, he does. He's a robot. Not a robot. Yeah. We got motor oil. That's a motor oil. <laughs> some vegetable oil too. Do you eat vegetable? So how uh, you, you speaking? You speaking gold, right? We're getting seventeen thousand supposedly upon our return. I'm in, not because of the money. He's a puppet boy. <laughs> he makes me chuckle. There it is again. Yay! His name is Chuck. Stone. <laughs> 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 you're welcome. 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 I'm leading this course. All, all rides shotgun. Okay, so it's got you, you two at the front, you and you and Farron's. Well, you are at the front. Farron has his own horse, so he can ride to catch up. Uh, in the back, we've got Chuck and Lily and Logan. Can I get everyone to make a perception check? Both. Vulcan. Lily. 21. Chuck. 22. Or luck. 19. 19. 19. Everyone except Vulcan. Vulcan's just staring at the. Now I'm oiling my gun. Oh! And your lens. Oh, yeah, I was talking about these guns. You're oiling those hips. Yeah. Yeah. Those baby child. Yeah, my childbearing hips. The rest of you. Those hips don't lie. The rest of you look back and see smoke. Uh, those of you that rolled above a 20, which I think was just you two, yeah. uh, see a small flame coming from just off the side of the tavern. Most likely the cart. I thought we had all the paper here. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to roll anything? Everything <laughs> <laughs> is all why do you say that? Uh, you see, you see a black horse riding up with Farron on top. So he's like not there yet. He's just you just see him in the distance. He's riding up towards you. Okay. Shall we continue to that? The card. We could have sold that. <laughs> I don't want the money from his items. Wait, did you sell the card? Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I did. Good idea. Yeah, I mean, chances are, now that we open it, we're not going to get paid. Yeah, that's great. So. And he says it was his personal card. <laughs> so. Kind of feels like the right thing to do. Sticks and stones are getting burned. <laughs> <It's dead. laughs> So, for this last leg of travel, first of all, immediately you guys go through these swampy uh, areas of Fosset. Uh, going through your first, uh, first thing you notice as you get closer is it's hot and slowly trees begin to become prevalent in these hills. 
And then the hills turn to plains, into mush, into marsh. Um, so, uh, and eventually you guys can hear and smell some of the smells and sight of hearings, smells and sounds of a city. Shit. <laughs> 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 also a swamp. So, you know, it is kind yeah, of a um, you do see alligators and some like random creatures that are sort of swimming in the in the marsh. Uh, Sorry, this. Yes, good. <laughs> Kevin McCloud. That's all I'm saying. He's a genius. Um, so, uh, and then you see the barracks come up with like an arch entrance. Uh, you see several uh, dozen guards out training in this marsh. Um, the guards here are actually well, it's a military. Uh, and they don't wear the same sort of military garb that others in the Empire do. The same, like, red and purple. Down here, they wear more purples and greens. And uh, uh, very much thinner. Like, a lot of them wear, like, just a simple tunic rather than an entire armor set. Uh, and the type of people here are a lot less, for lack of better terms, white. Um, there, are, There's, like, more tabaxi in the army. You see more uh, gnomes, because they're shorter. Uh, you see some... Uh, lizard folk, uh, a kobold maybe even. Uh, so it's very diverse here. Uh, and the people in this army don't immediately like stop you or like a lot like, like you might have expected. They seem to be very accepting and understanding. Until the car passes and they look in. It's here, red and black warforged. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask. Fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> we even have a thing where you can yeah. dust the floorboards and sneak under. One of the dragonborns that was near me. Oh, uh, no, no, hold on! J just a moment! You watch a couple of, of uh, the military from the outside of the barracks come around to the front to try to front off the carrot, the cart. They I both in the front of the getting. Uh. <laughs> 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 Get on the cloud! As you go through the arch, um, they are maybe like 20 feet off and they're getting close to the front already. As soon as he yells, hold on, stop, they, they, they immediately started to go up. I guess I'll slow down, at least. The, the dragonborn kind of runs up to you all and comes to the side of the cart where the two of you are. There's now three guards with you. and uh, In the back, you all see four or five looking in the back of the cart. Uh, the so, um, the, the Warforge, that yours. I speak up, and I say, this this Warforge is actually a particularly interesting specimen. I think I want to make a deception check here. Okay, sure, go ahead. Um, <laughs> 14? <laughs> right. Do you own him? I do. And the reason <laughs> his colors are the way they are is because he's particularly designed for entertainment. Is that so? Yeah. He's actually off to a little girl's birthday party right now with oh. me and my friends. <laughs> what, what, what does he do? Well, well let's just... he, do, he does... Juggle. He juggles pistols. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, man, come on out here and show us. You want to hold it? Hey, fogs! And you watch as all the dozens of, of military personnel 
come group around your guard. There's now like 36 guards. Stand up, Vulcan steps down under the under the mud. Sinks down a little bit. Sinks down significantly. He weighs like 300 pounds. Oh no, seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to the guard that was standing right next to us and be like, more of a clown. So you watch as what was your role without the modifier? Four. <laughs> you good charisma? Yeah, sure. Uh starts Vulcan starts like this angry scowl on his face, throwing his guns in the air, and they just sink into the mud. And then I'm gonna stop and be like, okay, alright. You guys caught us, that's not my real trick. And then I wanna pull off the, the almighty trick that I've had up my sleeve, or more specifically, up my hat. I'm gonna imp- I'm gonna pick my guns up, and I'm gonna empty them, I'm gonna reload them by shaking my head, and having bullets come out of my fingers. <laughs> so you watch Vulcan dumps the, uh, the, the, the bullets that are currently in his rovers into his ragged pants pockets. <laughs> And then it was like, like starts headbanging, <laughs> and bullets come fly out and land, and fill his revolvers, and he closes them up. It's the only trick I actually know. <laughs> the guards look around the group. Little, little, yeah. Kids love that trick. Right. I'm just confused. I'm, I'm working on the juggling. I'm, it's I'm a little girl, like demented. Look. Well, have you never seen a band of an eight-year-old girl? I mean, they're, they're pretty crazy. And taller than Wolf. He is a clown! Alright, well, uh, just making sure there wasn't like a rogue. I, from what I understand, there are currently two Warforged out running around, so. Should you see one? Well, this one's been on our service for quite some time, so you don't have to worry about it. Just keep in line. Oh, don't want. We don't want any raving robots. No worries. Hey, keep it in So I like to to keep up the charade. I kind of like put my hand on Vulcan's back and like put him back in the push him back in the car. I'm gonna fucking throw his hand off. Hey, stay in line there. Know your place. How many cars are there? Thirty-seven. Okay. I'll I'll know my place right now. He's got foot. It's like in Love Girls. Stay down, bitch. <laughs> so, are we free to go through? Then we're, we're running a bit late. Please, please uh, tell the little girl happy birthday from the King's Guard. Of course. Be on her way. And I'll just climb. <laughs> so, as you all continue. Uh, this, this roadway that you all were gathered in. Oh, hold on, can I fucking... Please. Tell Urlock not to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's, Urlock, there's uh, like a next time, can I not be your fucking slave tile? <laughs> <laughs> like a cooler... <laughs> a cooler tile for me? I don't know. Any cooler title would have given away your... Body art's pretty cool, and also what I'm made for, so... 
Uh, <laughs> you're like royalty. That would have just made sense. That's true. <laughs> how, would it be, how would it have explained all of these? You're royalty. <laughs> it's your, it's your posse. <laughs> I've been here for three hours. <laughs> Juggle three of us. At least three of us are nobility. Like, look, what are you saying? We look like clowns. Fair in from the front. Yes. <laughs> what? From my appearance makes me look like a clown. You're fucking pink. You're you're freaking gray. <laughs> there you go. It's it's purple. Purple. Did anyone say Charles? Let's not get racist. Oh my god! I guess we are like a troop of fucking. <laughs> Charles! Why didn't you get out for four? Yeah. Charles was scared. Yeah. <laughs> what would what would nobility be doing with a 90-year-old lady ass man? Wait! Hey, hey, hold on! Hold on! Hear me out, guys! Look, look! It's just Charles wasn't excited to perform certain things. Alicia? No! Stop! I've been practicing how to seduce certain characters! What? So it was you! Who? It was for me again! Charles! I'm saying, watch, look at the sexy dance that Charles does! Ooh la la, right? Yeah, I think it's just multiplying in a bar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> college of college of strings. <laughs> okay, maybe we are clowns, but it's still not nice. You. I'll forgive you this time. Next time, I'll put a bullet between your eyes. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! So the road turns into like. Drawbridge, sort of, right? Uh, over the over the, the, the swamps. Uh, you see, continuing along, uh, for some of you familiar sight is was the Round Tavern, which is now burnt and left mostly caved in. Uh, you see, standing outside of it, uh, a very tall uh, humanoid, looks to be elvish, uh, in king's like in King Hazatan's like robes. Not like his, the same colors. Uh, sort of like stand outside, kicking at the rubble and laughing as he turns around and walks towards the, the guard's tower. Other than that, you see people out here that are working, most of them looking very dirty. Uh, this is a mine town as well. Excuse me. Minecraft? Uh, and so they're covered in coal and soot. But if there's not anything you all need, then you're free to continue. Keep going. Okay. Exiting Fawcett. There is one more night or half a week of rest. So, who wants to take the first watch? Chuck and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a perception check, please? That's going to be a nine. Go <laughs> on. This is just YouTube music, like... Yeah. Uh, the two of you have a really intense conversation and you're distracted the entire night. Why don't you share that with us? You know, I'm just completely distracted by my book. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, little one. Short dude. 
Little short midget. Do you hear me talking to you? What do you need, young one? <laughs> Just for Charles' attention. How does it, how does it act look? Huh? You like what you see, little guy? I think he likes it very much, Chuck. Oh, peace. I'm gonna turn around completely. I'm gonna make a religion check with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reading you do tonight is not as, uh, elaborate. It's a lot, it's that kind of reading I've talked about before. You, like, read a page, you're like, wait, how did I just read? You go back and read it again. Uh, the only real new information that you get isn't really new information, but that hunting sec had to be asked six times before he agreed to get on the council. Who wants to take the second watch? Rava? And Vulcan. <laughs> Can I get a perception check from each of you? I don't know if something. Yeah. Oh, fuck me! Dirty 20. Alright. Nice. What was yours? Okay. So, the second hour of watch, or second several hours of watch, uh, there isn't really anything like uh, of note other than being... Uh, now out of the swamp and into the colder, well not colder, but coldish region because you're getting close to a mountaintop. Uh, there are a lot more creatures out here in these woods. You you, you swear you see a couple yeah. of bear run by. Um, an owl bear gets close to your campsite and then decides to turn away from it off of some noise off in the woods. Mm -hmm. That eerie feeling is back the entire time you're watching. Mm -hmm. But nothing seems to come of it. Any conversation you all wish to have? Watch you come up to me in that tavern. <laughs> you look like an interesting individual. Is that it? Still trying to figure out if you guys have ulterior motives. We don't. Okay. You <laughs> feel like trying to trust me. You do feel like to trust her. If we did, we would have we probably would have like, you know, scratched you or something by now. I think I could take all y'all, so I'm not too worried about it, but... I think you could. There's a lot of squishy people. I'm, made of, I'm made of metal, so I'm... <laughs> well... <laughs> Some intimate music. I haven't seen any... What's that one city called? The, the uh, Clifton? Clifton, yeah. Well, I knew, uh... I knew a Tinkerman and Clifton that helped me out when I retired from my previous work. I needed a change of pace and that, that required a change of look. And he helped me with that. I think red and black's cool, so. There's no meaning behind it? It's cool. It is cool. I like the beanie. That's a meaning. Yeah, I mean, the beanie's cool. Well, I've been perfecting the art of reloading with bullets in my beanie. That's very impressive. For years. So, honestly, wouldn't wear it under that. You know, I don't get cold or anything. <laughs> Special oil for the cold. Keeps me, keeps me limber. Why do you wear pants? 
I think it looks cool. They do look pretty cool. Okay. I like the tattered look. Cover my child bear hips. <laughs> Quite the hips. That's what the tinker man used to call it. It's a tractable member. <laughs> I do have three legs. <laughs> I think it's for the best. <laughs> I wear pants at all times. Even in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> You wear pants. I don't wear pants. <laughs> she doesn't. She has a dress on. I have a dress on. You didn't have a dress on when you wear pants? Maybe. Why? Because my legs would get cold. And plus, I don't want to. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> my leg. What's your back? <laughs> <laughs> One day, if somehow I gain the ability to taste, that's the first thing I want. Hot pocket in my home in Texas. He wants a tongue instead of a heart. I appreciate that one. That's my dialogue for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants the third watch? Yeah, y'all do. Or... I mean, technically, you don't have to sleep. He said, if you want to stay out, you can't. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to lay down. You're just. <laughs> Everyone who's a part of this watch can make a perception check. But that's actively watching stuff. So yeah, I'm just chilling. I got a five. 16. Okay. Uh, if you've been rolling ass perception <laughs> checks. It, it's, it's another it, mostly smooth, ventless evening. Um. You watch, is, is Estella still a cat? Okay. Uh, Estella and Hawthorne sort of run out of it to the forest. Not far, not far close enough to watch. And, uh, they play a little bit. Estella's not into it, but is letting it happen. Uh, Hawthorne has no clue what's going on, as always. <laughs> Hawthorne just looks for cabbage nonstop. Uh, he doesn't find any, but he does come back with a probably poison ivy in his mouth. Oh, fuck. Which he consumes completely and smiles at you. That's the biggest thing to perceive. 
Uh, Estella is a black cat, and Hawthorne is a jackalope. Bring her over. I'm gonna change her. Okay. Because now I can't. It, it only takes ten minutes. Okay. So, uh, you set out and you change her back into her large owl form. Or not ten minutes. Yeah, that's two minutes, I believe. With the new feature. Oh my god. Mage Stallworth. And now, I want you to describe what Estella looks like once more. So, Estella, uh, her original form, I guess, uh, she's a like, very large, white, like, barnyard animal, uh, owl. Uh, she has purple, and she has purple eyes, and she has a really long tail that, when she sits on my shoulder, her tail, uh, like, drags her across the ground. Fuck owl. Yeah. So, to describe anything about Hawthorne? He's like this big. He's like the size of a potato. <laughs> a large potato. Uh, his antlers that are coming out of his head look like branches, and they have little white flowers that are magical on them. His face looks like Chester's. Absolutely. Anytime he looks, he looks with completely dead eyes. Yeah, but his eyes also look human. Yeah. Any conversation you all wish to have? I'm. I'm kind of just sitting on the ground with my eyes closed. Okay. Like, thinking, I guess. Okay. Interesting. Are you still feeling that eerie? Yeah. So, how was your last one? Actually, at this point, all of you feel watched. You feel like I've got the creepy feeling. I feel it. I've been feeling this since we left the, the tavern, mm. or whenever we first got there. It's been off and on, but I've felt it this whole time. Mm. I'm gonna grab my amulet and cast detect magic. Oh, because I could with my ritual. Well, go ahead and make a perception check. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, right now you see uh, an orb that is trained in on you. An orb that is trained in on you. And an orb that is trained in on you. The one that is trained in on Rava and the one that is trained in on um, Erlok, as soon as you cast a spell, they both vanish. The one that's trained in on you does not. Is it just like Right there. It's like right in front of you. <laughs> We're being watched. There's an orb right there. Looking gonna, at me. I'm gonna cast it too, just because I can. Okay. Uh, there, were, can there were two orbs on you two, but it went away immediately. <laughs> but it went away immediately. Did I get the colors of the orbs? Um... What was your perception check? 15. No. Uh, can I see what color the orb that is watching me right now? Um, That one is pretty clear. Kind of illusory. Illusory. Is it the same one that I... Oh, yeah, it's the same one that I saw on you back in Corbin. Hmm. But this time it doesn't care that we know it's there. Because mm-hmm. the last time I caught it, it... It tried to get away as soon as it could. It's uncomfortable. 
<laughs> hey, uh, whoever you are, could you not watch us? <laughs> you creep. Nice. <laughs> What's going on over there? Being watched. Pull out my revolver and spew into the night. That's you're all woken up by a gunshot. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, y'all sleep. I'm like, I didn't mean to wake. I just thought maybe I could scare. Wait, what? A you're Apologies. Gonna, you're gonna What's tell going on? <laughs> and the boy goes flying up, like, over his head and he's <laughs> laying down. <laughs> Just Loki trying to kill me. <laughs> A little bit. Hard to pick. Why are you shooting? You're gonna get an empty bear in this. Why are you shooting? Oh, uh, someone's watching us. Well, maybe. Someone's watching us where? Who? How? Why? Oh, my eyes of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> they never train away. <clears throat> anyway, y'all can go back to bed. I... <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay. Anything else y'all wish to talk about? I want to try to speak to it in abyssal. Okay. Oh, shit. And probably nothing more. What are you going to say? Why are you watching? <laughs> it just... Have the ability to respond. I didn't think so. <laughs> mm. I think it calls for a quick prayer. I'm gonna get on my knees and pray. <laughs> what do you say? Wait, uh, Mama, do you know who's watching us? Is it you? Is it, is it creepy people? <laughs> can, can you give me a sign? Are you praying to the grand? Well, who's the grave? That's, that's her god. Well, roll a d100. 90. Okay. Let's do this. You hear nothing, but both of you watch for a second as the orb sort of like shivers, and when it does, there's a slight hue of purple for a second. I think that was an armor. I don't know. I don't think so. That purple is not one of her colors. Yeah, because purple's not part of her colors. Mm -hmm. Um, you might have a god that could be watching this, or <laughs> I'll try to contact her. Oh, okay. This is gonna be hard. This is gonna be awkward. I guess I'll try. What do you say? Get in there. Vulcan wants a piece of Sorry for contacting you again, like, at an awkward hour, but I have a question. You're a loser chick. Fifteen. I didn't know you were losing this
Yeah. What is it? There's an here that I see. I just don't know. It's in kind of an illusory orb that's been watching one of my friends and it delivered to a purple shade. I don't know if you know any meanings that resonate with the purple. I promise you there's not a deity scrying on you. I can see you now and I don't need to do that. Sorry for the tone, it's just weird still. I know. Do you see the orb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I don't really think it's my place to jump through um, someone else's eyes. It, it might be gross, they might be naked. But they've been watching her for a while. Ask her. She doesn't either. Are you sure? No, she doesn't. Everybody lies. <laughs> hey, Rob, are you talking yourself up? <laughs> yeah, you guys don't hear her at all, of course. <laughs> yeah. Second. All right, I can wait. Oh, no, I'll forget him. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen Shafari since we last? Oh, all right. I've seen her once. And how was that? Um, uh, she was disguised as a giant mind flayer and wanted to eat my brain. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a lot. Not. Don't get any closer to her, maybe. I haven't. She's just... Yeah, but I mean, in general, just stay away. I do. She found, I don't know how she found us. I'm not used to being a god, so I don't want to be commanding, but don't get close to her. I don't know, I just have a feeling. Brendan mentioned that there was an orb watching me as well. Well, it wasn't me, jeez, like I said, I don't need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it might have been her? But then again, she doesn't need to, like what you said. Right, but she might want to instill a bit of fear. Yeah. I've been having this eerie feeling that someone's been watching me for a while. It happened with a bad scry. It happened with a bad scry. That you feel eerie, scared? But somebody's not quite fulfilled the... When they got very close to you, to not getting through, through your brain to see you, uh, they you might feel it. So it's worth saying if you felt it, it probably wasn't Atlas or any decent mage. But we do have Atlan's nephew, so I don't know if he would be scrying as well. Well, as a nephew. Yes. Do you see him? And then we're gonna walk over to him. I mean, yeah. Yes, <laughs> him. <laughs> you, just, you just don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
She just like looks at you and looks away and says like words that are not making sense. I'm just like, right. So no clue who's crying. Talk to your friends. If it, if it wasn't strong, that it was bad. It could be that they meant to be bad too. Mm -hmm. So could have been at least, I suppose. Anyways, I'm going to go back. My cookies are about to burn, so... I'm so sorry! No, you're fine. It's just weird talking to someone. I'm not a god, but I guess I am. <laughs> Stay safe. Prepare to travel north before long. <laughs> she dies. No! Not her cookies! You made her burn the cookies. <laughs> so, anything else you all wish to talk about with that? Are you sure you don't know of anyone that would be spying on you? Well, who knows? I mean, can we can inside check. You can. You can make a wisdom save. It's just a wisdom save? Yep. Ah, fuck. <laughs> 19. 19! Fuck! In a contest. The DC is beaten when it's matched. You can message her whatever she might incline from a successful insight check. Do you know of anyone that would be spying on you? I know lots of people. <laughs> None of them are here. And... Do you think your uncle might be spying? Have you spoken to your uncle? Recently, I haven't. And he has also not tried to contact me. Is there any way you can contact him and maybe ask? There's not. He could most likely contact me if he wanted to, but I... Well, shit. <laughs> but, if of all people, he could possibly be. But my uncle is one of the hardest person people to read for me, so it's very hard for me to tell. Yeah, Byron told me that that eerie feeling that you get is when possibly a bad scry. Like they tried to reach in but just couldn't. Mm -hmm. And so it leaves that feeling. Yes, I've had the same feeling since we left the town. I'm not sure if individually people are trying to scry into what we know, but just couldn't. I mean, do you know any other magic users that might have a reason to, aside from, <laughs> you know, Atlan? I mean, Atlas wouldn't. Oh? He, he can contact me, he'll pull up the cup. Yeah, and also it wouldn't make any sense if it was just on me, so. Yeah. So, about this time, everybody else should be waking up after being really awoken about 20 minutes ago by a gunshot. <laughs> Farron stands, and well, we're only about an hour from the mouth of the cave, so should we finish this up? He kicks you. <laughs> Get up, old man! Five more minutes. He grabs Charles and that's shoot next round. Okay. Just, just a gunshot. 
That might be my favorite alarm clock. Uh, why would you do that? Wake up. But, but, but. Wakey, wakey. Okay, who's Are got... you awake? Do you got potatoes? Or I want to go to the let's go. Oh, yay! Okay, and hugs Charles as he's walking. As he's Aaron just waiting. stands and walks over towards small, uh, like, sort of like there's a small stream not far from you guys camped up. And he takes his hat off and sets it on the ground and runs his hands into the water, slicks his hair back, and ties it up into a bun, grabs the hat, and, like, kind of washes his face a bit. Um, he takes out a razor and cleans off the little bit of stubble he has grown. Uh, he takes off the chaps. Uh, he changes into a pair of slacks instead of the jeans. Uh, then walks back over to the cart and sets what he's removed onto the the, the cart. Right then. Everyone ready? Are you ready? Absolutely not. And he jumps up onto his horse and sets his hat into like his saddlebag. And he takes off. Everyone following. So, for the last leg of this travel, it's about, uh, like I said, about an hour of, of journeying. Uh, the forest continues, but eventually opens up a bit into a large plain. And across this plain, you can see the foot of the mountain. So there's this mountain region here, called the Burgast region. You guys are right here, at the end of that region. He, you, know, you, you watch as, while this mountain climbs, there's a clear cutout into the side of it, jagged and a tunnel trailing in. He stops. Everyone, welcome to Dizen. Here we go. As you all ride in, can I get a perception check? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is really just a point of perception, so don't worry if you made a little, a little roll. 18. Natural one. Oh. 14. 15. Three. Oh. Why don't you go ahead and throw one? Throw what? My perception. Throw one? Make a perception check. Oh. 17. Okay. You increase the party's general perception. So 21. Perception. Yeah. So everyone proceeds then. <laughs> with a high enough party perception. Um, at first it's very dark going into this, into this tunnel, uh, into this cave, and it immediately gets like 15 degrees colder. So those of you that can feel temperature might want to put a, a coat on or a, a light jacket or something. <laughs> those of you that can't feel rock hard as always. <laughs> I live where it's always snowing. So, uh, so continuing along a bit, uh, the first things you see are farms that are lit by this like, and it looks like purple light, but it's illuminating uh, white. Uh, you can see these purple lights all throughout, and the city itself. Think like, I don't know, the only way to describe it, it's like an entire city, but like Atlantis-sized. And it's inside of this mountain. There are running, like, walkways made out of stone and carved out. There are houses up on, like, high pedestals and low pedestals in the, in the cement. Um, it is really beautiful, just very same color. It's all stone. Um, there are a few houses, and then you see at one point uh, one house with a small farm... Uh, you recognize as your house, as your home, and across the street you see an old man. Uh, looks kind of scraggly. Um, he's got long hair. He's plump. He's he's a, he's a bigger dude. A uh, one metallic arm and one metallic red eye. 
who looks up and nods. You recognize to be Ulfric. Um, he, he watches, he sucks his hand into his body and pulls out just a, 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 like a sign that says hello. Uh, riding along a bit, Farron turns. Large building up ahead, that's, that's the castle. Uh, as you all walk, you can hear, those of you that have high enough perception individually, uh, hear people coming outside and murmuring um, things like, Is that, is that Farron? Is that the prince? Things like that. Uh, you hear, like, it's been ten years. Uh, and then you watch, as you get deeper, more and more people come out. Uh, by the time you get to the actual center of the city, it's like a, it's like you guys are in a parade, marching through. Uh, you recognize a lot of people. Um, most of your old friends. You see Allie and Doug sitting off to one side together. And they look confused and point at you and then, like, look at each other. Um... <laughs> The rest of you see all varieties of people. There are kobolds here. There are Arakorokura that live down here. Uh, there are uh, mini drow. A lot of, uh, I can't say the word, so dark gnome, deep gnomes. Uh, Durgar, which are dark dwarves. Uh, there are, it, it's, it's a wide assortment. And then you watch as you approach this large purple castle. Uh, the doors open and an older looking dwarf comes out. Or dwarf, sorry. Uh, Drow comes out uh, with very purple skin, sort of like salt and peppered uh, dreadlocks that, are, that come back and hang down his back. They're into a, uh, a ponytail. Uh, he has uh, a gold chain. He wears these black robes that have some purple highlights and yellow on them. And he comes out and looks at you all and smiles. He looks very old and worn. Um, at which point Theron stops not far and hops off. And I assume Rava does the same. You all can park the cart, and as you walk up, hello there. Ah, welcome to Desenth. And that's what we'll pick up next week. So, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this as much as we have. We hope you join us again next week when we venture back into Albastia. Thanks. <laughs>